0: Welcome to the Homeschool High School Podcast, brought to you by SevenSistersHomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. I'm your host, Vicki Tillman, and my co-host Sabrina is not here today, but instead I'm joined by Tumnus, my grand dog, who is eating a bone, and you're going to hear him in the background, and my son Ezra. So greetings, Ezra.
1: Greetings. Thank you for having me.
0: So today we're going to talk about things that make high school a success, and that's more like fun things that make high school a success, Right. because there's not one right way to homeschool, and it should not always be boring. Exactly. So do you remember, Ezra, when you graduated from high school?
1: I graduated in 2007, so nine years ago at this point.
0: That's a long time.
1: It is, it is.
0: And what have you done since you graduated
1: high school? Uh, Well, I've done uh, several things. I um, I went down to Texas for a few months, uh, didn't like that, uh, then came back and went to uh, the local community college here, Cecil College, and um, Worked on uh, filmmaking at that point, but then switched again and went to Lancaster Bible College um, and then finally graduated from there.
0: So you graduated with what
1: degrees? I graduated with a Bachelor of Science in Education uh, and a Bachelor of Arts in the Bible. So
0: So you have a double major. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And what are you doing now?
1: Uh, Currently, I am teaching at the Tome School, which is a private school in Northeast Maryland. And uh, I teach uh, 5th grade uh, American History and 6th grade World Geography and uh, some specials for Latin.
0: Yeah, and last year you taught Cinematography.
1: Yes, I did. Yeah, for a year we did that.
0: so you've had a lot of different experiences mm-hmm. in your teaching career so what we wanted to do today is kind of go back in time and look at some of the things that you did in high school that helped prepare you for adulthood for all your different like experiences yes, yes. in education and teaching now uh-huh. so we're probably going to have you back with uh, mrs Justison's daughter, who's also a teacher, yeah. and talk about what it's like to be a homeschooler and a teacher.
1: Yes, very, very uh, interesting uh, switch thing. Yeah,
0: so. I remember you talking about being in college and coming home kind of perplexed because you had to make a
1: bulletin board. Yes, <laughs> yeah, the, we didn't. I don't like bulletin boards to this day. So
0: yes. Yeah. So being a homeschooler, you know the the defects in homeschooling. We don't know about bulletin boards. Nope. nope. We don't know how to line up.
1: Nope. And
0: it's really hard to take one, keep it, and pass the rest. Exactly. So, okay. All right. So, let's think back in time in high school and just talk about some of the things you did in high school that were useful in preparation for the future. So, Mm. things that were fun. Mm. So, I know algebra is useful, I guess. Yeah. Like, that was not. Well, if you
1: want to get a job, it's pretty useful. Mm but uh, not, not exactly my favorite subject. Yeah. Um, well, some of the fun things that uh, we did in high school, um, I guess one of the earliest was uh, the Cinematography uh, cinematography Club, um, and me and my friends were interested in, in making movies, and... How'd uh, you
0: all get started with that? Uh,
1: well, uh, we didn't exactly intend to get interested in that, but... Um, Back in two thousand and one, I think, uh, when we, we were like eleven and twelve, maybe little, and my little friends, guys, then, yeah, yeah. The the first Lord of the Rings movie came out, uh, the Fellowship of the Ring, and I had read the books, and and most of my friends had as well, and we were very disappointed uh, when. Uh, old Tom Bombadil was not featured. I mean, in... that was a crisis. It was. It was. A, it was tragedy. I was. I. We got to the point in the movie. I saw. All right, this is where Tom Bombadil should show up, and then they skipped over him and went right to the. Uh, village of Bree, and I was I was I was very sad. I
0: think they showed his hat in the field, right? <laughs> was not
1: Well, I, I don't I don't remember that, but we can pretend. Yeah, um.
0: <laughs> but he he was not
1: there. <laughs> yes, so uh, we we loved the movies, but we were sad to see some of our favorite uh, parts missing. So we sided. Um, well, why don't we make <laughs> <laughs> The Lord of the Rings? And do it right. Yep, and do it page by page. Um, and so uh, pretty ambitious, but we decided, we, hey, we can do it. Uh, let's just go for it. So me and my friend uh, Stephen Hayes especially started taking the book and, and typing it out uh, into a script-type form and, um, and as we were working on it, we decided uh, we, we don't really know how to make movies. Um, so we might need some practice before we actually you know try and make The Lord of the Rings. So sure. while we were working on the script, we said, let's make some other stuff as well. To learn
0: some filmmaking skills mm-hmm. so that you could go film Lord of the Rings, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So our, our first monumental uh, achievement was uh, King Kong, um, which we we decided uh, we get a, a... One of my friends had a, a gorilla uh, <laughs> stuffed animal, and it went around attacking people <laughs> and uh, having vicious battles. Uh, so it wasn't... Uh, it was very silly and not particularly good but it got us started and we really liked it um, and then after that i think you guys uh had the the parents had the idea well they seem interested in filmmaking why don't we why don't we start a club for them and, and help them develop that skill in general.
0: So what so, uh, we did, uh, it was a group of us from our co-op, mm-hmm. and uh, which evolved into SevenSistersHomeschool.com, mm-hmm. and our kids were going into high school, and so we said, how do we want to build a transcript mm-hmm. that's going to be good for their future, and to explore interest, career exploration, as it was. And uh, so we decided we would get the kids a cinematography club started. Including our larger homeschool community, because we're, we're lucky enough to be in a really large support group. So we had, I don't know how many kids were in that group the first year.
1: It varied, but uh, maybe maybe 15, 15 yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. something like that. Yeah.
0: Um, and we did projects every mm-hmm, month, and, mm-hmm. and uh, I think us moms went and got, like, filmmaking for dummies, and mm-hmm. uh, would take lessons from that and mm-hmm. try to teach it to the kids and showed lots of the extra material from the back of videos you know yep. the
1: yeah especially especially Lord of the Rings itself which was a big help for us trying yeah. to figure out uh, how to make movies, and and uh, so we really enjoyed those and, and other uh, yeah. extra material as well. So
0: yeah, do you remember any of the projects that you guys did? Yeah,
1: so I mean, unfortunately, we we uh, we tried we tried making the Lord of the Rings eventually, but uh, realized it was a little little too a- ambitious. It's a little, uh, little too
0: big to start with. Yes, yeah.
1: but that uh, we we did do a lot of projects with cinematography club. Uh, one of the first ones. We, we you had us split into groups, and so with my group, uh, we I guess I guess the first project was to do a Bible story of some sort. So we chose Noah's Ark, um, and, and uh, so we took the the story and uh, made some some silly scenes from it, and, and used a kiddie pool and uh, little boats. Uh, and and think we had some drowning animals and. and things like that Uh, and then various other uh, points along the way we had you know real people so it was very silly but a lot of fun to make and uh, that's that's what got us started there
0: so and and then y'all extended that you were having so much fun that when we would do co-op projects Mm y'all often made your projects uh films together yes yes
1: I don't remember which class they were for. I guess I guess we were studying the Bible in one of our classes, but... Ancient history, because the Bible uh, okay, took okay, place yeah. in the ancient yeah, times, yeah. Uh, so we, we did several video, uh, videos. Um, so I guess one of them was... Um, we did uh, Jehu from the uh, the yeah, Wild-Eyed Chariot, chariot driver. driver. I remember uh, that. Him, uh, uh, so we... Had fun fight scenes in there of uh, people having battles and and fake cardboard horses that (laughs) I rode and uh, wheelbarrows for the chariots. Uh, So that was a lot of fun, and we also... Did David's mighty men? Ah,
0: yeah. So uh,
1: we we had <laughs> many little montages of, of David's mighty men uh, killing many thousands of people <laughs> and uh, lots of silliness, but lots of fun as well.
0: So you learned some actual filmmaking skills mm-hmm. in the middle of all mm-hmm. of the silliness. Yeah,
1: because you can't just we we couldn't just film and then you're done. We also had to edit, mm-hmm. so we had to learn how to edit. We had to learn how to use the computer equipment and various editing tools. Um, and we so we we wanted to be good at it. We weren't just doing it for for complete uh, silliness. silliness. We wanted so we in cinematography club we studied how to how to um, frame shots, how to do different types of uh, storytelling, how to uh, do special kinds of editing. Um, so we 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 did a lot of tools along with the the having fun with it. So. So
0: you were able to build your transcripts with some good extracurriculars and mm-hmm. fine arts and career exploration things, mm-hmm. um, but have a lot of fun. Yes, yeah. So. To to along with that, and uh, and then you were so interested in filmmaking that you decided to see you know if you could make a career out mm-hmm. of it, and uh, so that led to some very. No experience in life is wasted, yeah. but so it'd be useful to share.
1: Sure, sure, yeah. Uh, well, at that time, um, uh, the the group that did acquire the fire rallies and stuff, uh, and also the the honor academy, had a a production company that made its its uh, visuals and any videos it needed or wanted. Uh, it's called the Center for Creative Media, right. and it was run uh, mainly by interns um, who were you know, from the Christian community.
0: Yeah, high school graduates mm-hmm. that went right from high school into mm-hmm. um, an internship-ish, kind of apprenticeship kind of situation yeah. there.
1: So it sounded like a very uh, cool thing, because it was mm-hmm. Christians, filmmaking, things I wanted to do and was interested in, so... Mm-hmm. Um you, it was a a paid thing you have to pay the, to go get training um and it was in Texas um so I said all right well let's give it a try see how see how it goes um ultimately I was not a very big fan of the experience or of the Center for Creative Media I found it, we we basically worked 24/7 um in
0: panic mode. In kind panic of mode
1: uh, with threats <laughs> and and uh, constant, you know, stress mm-hmm. about, oh, this needs to get done. This is, thing is lost. We have to find it. This is, you know, getting me up at literally in the middle of the night, many times having to, being forced to stay up all night long mm-hmm. to get projects done. Um, the first month we didn't have a single day off ever. Um And it was very stressful. A lot of work, and uh, I didn't feel that the the leadership uh, cared about us very much, um, and didn't really have a training program. There was no
0: thrown thrown in there, and you had to figure it out yourself.
1: Yeah. So we were we weren't trained on anything specifically, Mm -hmm. um, and they realized (laughs) that later on they were going to lose all the people who were editors. And they hadn't trained anyone on editing. They just... A few people had learned how to do it. Um, And they realized right before I left that, oh, we need people who can edit. (laughs) So only then did they start having some sort of classes to actually teach people how to edit um, or how to do anything for that case. Um, And also they... If anyone left... You know, they were shunned. You weren't allowed to talk about them. You weren't allowed to talk about why they left. Um, so you, they would just suddenly disappear one day, and no one would say why. Yeah. So it
0: really turned out to be a cult-like experience, yeah, very... and it was good that you came home.
1: Yeah, so I I eventually was like, I can't handle this. Very unhealthy as mm-hmm. from my point of view. I mean, there were people, to be fair, who who got good things out of it, um, mm-hmm. some, apparently. Some
0: people, liked the, yeah. yeah, some people mm-hmm. liked the Honor Academy part of it. Yeah, there's some people who like
1: the Honor Academy part of it, but I I did not like it myself. Mm-hmm. I, I always felt it very unhealthy, and so after about three months, I decided to get out. And, and not only did I decide to get out, I uh, if once I was kind of saying that, hmm, maybe... I should leave, uh, I didn't really talk about it too much, but once the the, the, head, the leader of the program found out, he called me in the middle of the night, it was like 11 o'clock, and said, asked me about it, if it was true I was planning on leaving, and I said yes, and he said, well, you need to leave tomorrow, you can't, well, I don't want you here, um, and I don't want you to tell anyone you're leaving, I want you to just get out, I don't want you to say goodbye, and I was like, I'm in Texas. I don't <laughs> have any way to just get home. Yeah. I live in Maryland. Um, and, but that's what he said. I went and said goodbye to people. And fortunately, there was a nice family there who uh, had kind of taken me in. That took me to the airport. And we had to make all these special arrangements. But, you know, th- that just, again, shows the lack of caring and the, just the unhealthiness of the whole, of the whole thing, from least from from my point of view, um, so thank God I got out of there. So
0: yeah, and so this the the reason why we're telling the story is you know as as much as we can plan things and and be prepared and think we did our research, not everything turns out perfectly. Mm-hmm. So was your whole life ruined?
1: No, no, and it
0: took a while. <laughs> yeah, I, I
1: was I was traumatized. I mean, you know, there are people who go through many. Much more worse things, oh, yeah. but I uh, was not fun for me. Uh, I mean, ultimately, I got good things out of it. Mm-hmm. I I learned. Hmm. This is a the film community, and I don't know how representative this was. Um, but the the man who ran it, he he was from the filmmaking community. He worked on Behind the Music, which was like an either an MTV program so he was actually a, a big part of the industry um, but it showed me this is what this is like there's no consistency the people you're working for don't care about you uh, they just want the project done so it showed me eh, I don't really like these people I don't like this lifestyle um, and uh, I don't I don't think I can continue um, in this field so that that kind of helped me. Realized, eh, maybe this isn't what I want to be a part of. Also, it, it helped me, uh, since I was away from home, it, it made, and it was a very awful experience, it made doing anything else <laughs> <seem> <laughs> like that better. seem easy. So, so that was uh, a nice byproduct.
0: A, a redemptive thing <laughs> that <Yeah>. came out <laughs> of this. That puts things in perspective. Yeah. So you came back, mm-hmm. and what, where did you study next?
1: So I went to our local community college, Cecil uh, College, um, and whereas I wasn't a fan of the filmmaking community in Texas, I still was interested in filmmaking. So I took classes on filmmaking at Cecil College, and I got a certificate in video production. I spent about two years uh, there working on my certificate.
0: And doing your gen eds and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, doing lots of that. gen eds yeah. and,
1: and such. So it was, a good, it was a good experience. It wasn't expensive. Um, mm-hmm. And there are a lot of good and dedicated teachers there, so I had a good experience. But near the end of that, I realized, you know what? I, I, thinking back on the the CCM Texas experience, I'm like, I don't want to be a part of, of this, and that's not the life I can live. So I think I want to... Try something different, so.
0: So then you went to Lancaster Bible College, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and what majors did you graduate from there?
1: Well, yeah, as I uh, said earlier, I did um, education, um, middle school, social studies specifically, and uh, and everyone is required to do a Bible degree, but that was fine with me because I'm interested in the Bible, and um, I want, always wanted to learn more about it, so that was a... Uh, a plus Ooh, for me yeah mm-hmm.
0: so so now you professionally are doing what
1: um so yeah i teach at the Tome school so fortunately um the education there was was good um and they got me you know a real job um and a job that i can handle the lifestyle with mm-hmm. um but uh, that doesn't mean i don't use my filmmaking skills. I I never wanted to give up on that. I always said, you know what, if I do teaching, I've always been interested in education, because largely because of you, um, and that kind of showing us there's lots of good things about education.
0: Education is fun, yeah. Uh,
1: And so I was always interested in education, and I said, you know what, Uh, why don't I do, become a teacher, and do the things I really care about, which was fil- uh, well, filmmaking, but um, largely history, was something I was always very interested in. Um, so I can teach history, and I can, during the summers, and when I had other free time, I can work on my film projects of whatever sort I want on my own terms and my own way. So it worked out. Uh, it's working out well for me.
0: So you have a, a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And so what are some of the projects you have up on that?
1: Well, I have several types of things. I've done some his, historical interviews where I, I interview myself as a uh, as a historical character, um, uh, both the interviewer and the interviewee. And actually, that started actually during Lanc- when I was at Lancaster Bible College um, for one of my class projects there. We had to, to choose a um, a theologian from a certain period in history, uh-huh. um, so I chose Ralph Waldo Emerson, who who had uh, some theological uh, ideas. He was a
0: <laughs> transcendentalist. He was a
1: transcendentalist, yeah. and uh, lots of cool things about him, but uh, didn't agree with him on a lot of <laughs> yeah. his theological issues, but uh, it was part of the report, and we had to do a yeah. presentation, so I said, well, why don't I take my skills that I've learned about filmmaking and uh i asked the teacher can i make a video project instead of you know doing a presentation he's Uh like sure why not and so i did that and got a good grade on it and enjoyed it very much um and that's a
0: really popular youtube yeah
1: that's and i put that on youtube and that's my most popular video on there i also did a for another project i i did uh uh, we uh, was a class on the wisdom literature in the bible and so we had to, we were had to present on um, the book of ecclesiastes we each had yes. a, a chapter um that we talked about and my chapter i decided in my presentation i will once again ask the teacher can i do a video project and he said sure why not um so I made that, and I made a, a silly kind of interview between a pastor and a, a member of his congregation and worked in the, the themes from the chapter. Um, and so that was a, a lot of fun, and the class especially yeah. liked it. I got a good grade on it. Um, and, and, of course, later on I put it on my YouTube channel. So
0: So one of your current projects now is you're doing illuminated manuscripts in mm-hmm. uh, Book of Jude.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I always... In, I always liked uh, illuminated manuscripts like the old medieval style and, and um, thought it'd be fun to do that sort of art so I decided that I'd start with a short book Jude of course um, and uh, started uh, working on that and it's an ongoing project but it's a lot of fun and it uh, gets a chance for me to I've always liked art as well, art and history and, and video making all, all together in one one nice yeah. package. So.
0: So back to high school. One of the other things you did in high school that was great life preparation was the rhetoric league mm-hmm. in the homeschool group. Yes. So tell some of your favorite things that you did in uh, in speech.
1: Yes. Uh, so I was. Uh, we we you had a rhetoric league for for our groups, and for fortunately, my older brothers and sisters had been in it. So I I'd seen them doing speeches or debates. Um, and so I, I that kind of inspired me to, to be interested and want to do those things. But I was, I was nervous about when I started because uh, you know public speaking is not, not necessarily the, uh, the easiest thing to do, but you'd helped us prepare us for the actual talking, how to memorize, um, how to not get nervous on, on when we're speaking. And that's been very helpful for me have that skill of being able to present to people especially now i'm a teacher but also if you're not a teacher you're always going to have to talk in front of people at some point Uh,
0: so the the activities we just did lots of fun things getting young people used to it we had gosh i don't know like 15 20 kids in the rhetoric league and uh by the way Uh seven sisters Mm homeschool.com we captured the activities that we did and and take step by step mm. you know how to do public speaking yeah. so it's at seven sisters homeschool.com how convenient,
1: how convenient. <laughs> so uh, so
0: tell some of your favorite so we did different competitions mm-hmm. within the league mm-hmm. and so some of your favorite ones that you did like historical speeches mm-hmm. we did.
1: yeah so i once again i we got we did historical speeches where we had we chose basically any any speech from history um, and we would memorize it and present it um, so uh, one uh, I did a couple of those um, one of my favorites was uh, Churchill's never surrender speech during never World War surrender. II um, and that got me you know a chance to also do history and to do you know some acting as well um, so I enjoyed that and then another speech I did was um, William MacArthur's uh, the I
0: will return speech
1: no it was his uh it was his um retirement speech when oh, he left right. yes which is, it was kind of a sad speech but yeah. it was, it was a really good one and i had a good time doing that um yeah. as well yeah.
0: but i think your favorite ones were the literature mm-hmm. like uh, uh
1: so yeah literature we we had to choose just certain just parts from books or or short stories mm-hmm. um And some of my favorites were uh, J.R.R. Tolkien, one of his short stories called Leaf by Niggle, um, one of my favorite books. And I took a portion from that and did that, then another year I did um, a portion from The Pilgrim's Progress. Ah, and one of your favorite things yep, of all time. Yep. Yeah. And uh, another time I did a, a portion from Paralandra by C.S. Ah, Lewis, yes. so lots of, lots of good stuff there. Good
0: classic literature, and some, we also had poetry competitions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: That... Yeah, that's so one of my favorite ones I did, I guess, it was actually I think it was one of my first ones was the Charge of the Light Brigade, good, the classic one. Good things, one.
0: people should do that. Yeah. Yep.
1: Um, and then I did another uh, Tolkien poem that, uh, from his early days called The Cottage of Lost Play. Um, so if you ever get the... Book of Lost Tales, it's it's in it's there, there in the notes, um, but it's uh-huh. a nice little poem there. It's
0: a sweet poem. And so that, the rhetoric, we called it rhetoric league mm-hmm. in, in those days, but it was on your transcript, the public speaking went in your language art, mm-hmm. but it you also earned enough hours that you had public speaking as credit. Mm-hmm. And I think it was like a quarter credit every year. And there was so much time spent in it, we put it in as extracurriculars on your transcript. Mm -hmm. So you had a honking good transcript. I did, I did. And not only that, we took those skills with the whole Rhetoric League and took the kids to ACSI's regional speech meets. Mm -hmm. And um, the kids would all compete in different things that were interesting to them. So you got competitions to Mm -hmm. put on your transcript. So that's a a very rewarding life skill and transcript builder at the same time. So, let's see, other things that you did in high school were, oh, let's talk about co-op. Because hmm. co-op was one of our favorite things. Yes. So, some of the things that you enjoyed in high school level co-op stuff.
1: Well, in our our co-op, um, we, was it each month or do we At have a the end of each unit. Yeah. yeah. We'd have a, have a project day um, where we would... We had been working on projects um and we'd present them and it was always fun we did a lot of history projects i remember making a three a diorama thing of people coal mining i guess when we were doing oh my goodness i forgot about that evolution or something and um say uh one time we were studying egypt I, I wrote a poem about Andrew, like this picture of uh, the ancient Egypt about, you know, the gods and things. Um, and
0: we dressed you guys all up as Egyptians and yeah. took your pictures, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: And then we did one time when we did the Middle Ages, we did jousting outside and uh, we always had games and we, you yeah. taught us um, dancing from the, the, we did the Indeed. Renaissance dancing and with medieval dancing too or yeah or, yeah or, yeah
0: we would we would learn those those things and mm-hmm. then it helped us understand CS Lewis better because mm-hmm. those the grand procession dance mm-hmm. shows up in his books
1: yeah so lo- lots of fun with the project days um got to do something different got yeah. to work on something uh but I also love the the classes especially the history classes which you taught um and uh, remember, lots of good stories from those. Uh, so.
0: Storytelling and history is fun.
1: Yep.
0: And and C.S. Lewis class mm-hmm. we, yes.
1: we did. Yeah. So you also did a, a C.S. Lewis class where we we read C.S. Lewis books. You know, the Chronicles of Narnia, but also we read the the so the space, space trilogy. trilogy for yeah. that as yeah. well. And then we got to to make our own fantasy worlds based on on the the kind of methods that c.s lewis kind of used to Mm -hmm. to make his Mm -hmm. worlds yeah um and that was a a lot of fun we wrote stories from those we created lots of background for it it was a a long and fun process that uh, i think most people enjoyed and i really loved so those those actually
0: turned (laughs) into The uh, myth fantasy writing curriculum Mm -hmm. that we have at Mm -hmm. Mm sevensistershomeschool.com because you guys liked it a lot and you would all let us know what you didn't like about it (laughs) so we would, you know, tweak it. Mm -hmm. And also the study guides for Mm -hmm. the Chronicles of Narnia and Space Trilogy. Um, and a lot of that was vetted by you guys, yeah. you know, you definitely would let us know if something was too stupid to put in there, so, yeah, we had a lot of fun. Yeah. With, with Lewis. Well, I also remember
1: the poetry classes, you did poetry uh, classes, yeah, and, yeah. We, and that was always fun, you tossed different poetry styles, and we read different poetry, and we got to write our own poetry, and, and each style that you would teach us, and that was always a lot of fun to do.
0: Yeah, so those are all at sevensistershomeschool.com, and more guides coming up, we're still trying to catch up with all the things. <laughs> we've done over the years and get them online so all right so one of the things we did in co-op were tons of field trips we mm-hmm. love field trips and mm-hmm. fortunately we live on the east coast so mm-hmm. there are field trips within driving distance yep. and and adventurous moms in the co-op willing to arrange and take us on some like more far field trips so uh, tell a little bit about when we were studying um shakespeare one time
1: mm.
0: uh, one of our canadian homeschool moms took y'all to toronto, toronto. Yep,
1: yeah. yeah we went to toronto so i was a uh, pretty young then uh, and that was the first time i've been out of the country but we got to you know visit i don't remember what the the needle whatever that yeah, ta- really tall tower, the tower that, tower that had a, was a, a, a rotating Ooh. rotating <laughs> restaurant on it or um and so we had a lot of fun there. We went to see a very interesting production of of one of Shakespeare's plays. It's been it's so a long. Is it Henry the or I, something? It was one of the Henrys because it had Joan of Arc in it, and uh, oh. her being you know the bad character because uh, the English didn't like uh, her. Um, but uh, it was a really interesting production of it, um, and it was a lot of fun to go to go see that, and then just the whole experience of being out in the country, yeah. going to a, a different place, uh, then you know having parents willing to. <laughs> go through that stress I don't think I I'd want to do that myself uh, but thank God for them who, who have yeah. the, the the willingness to do that
0: of course you go with your class on field trips yes. now that you're a teacher yeah, but, but uh, not, nothing not not in Quebec or, no, no. or Toronto so alright so really quick just mm-hmm. tell a little bit about the uh, the most famous <laughs> Canadian field trip that yeah. you were on
1: so we, you also taught French class to us for many years us
0: homeschool moms are versatile yes. we do what we have to do
1: yeah, uh, so you taught French class, um, and after, it seemed like I'd been ta- taking it for a long... It was
0: after French 3, we yeah. did, or 4, maybe 4. Yeah, but when
1: I was, wasn't I young, like 14 then? Or yeah, but we started you out like, okay. middle yeah, school, yeah, because yeah.
0: your your siblings were doing it, so we are yeah. just getting it all in at <laughs> once, yeah. Um,
1: so, as our end of, or almost end of French, you decided to take us uh, to... Quebec, yeah, Yeah, because that's the closest place where they speak French. Yeah, we. And so we went there, and we we saw a lot of different things. It was a really cool Mm -hmm. trip, but um, I guess it was fortunate that it happened basically the last day. We went to Niagara Falls, um, and we went to a bunch of... went to some places. We ate food that day, (laughs) and and I guess it was that day. Um, But something in the food i ate or or something uh, somewhere wrong uh and um i had a lot of stomach pain that uh that evening and it didn't stop and so eventually we decided we need to go to the er um in quebec (laughs) and so went to the er and had Fun time trying to communicate with uh, the French people. Because as much French as we knew,
0: it just is never enough for an emergency. Yes. Yeah. Uh,
1: so eventually um, they, they thought something serious was going on. Uh, and one of the French <laughs> doctors, when they came in to see us, uh, was under the impression I was a girl <laughs> for a while. Um, and the reason because your name is
0: Ezra.
1: Ezra, and and in French, girl names end in a. a. So when she saw the name, she just assumed I was a girl. Like, you know, and I had sort of long hair at the time. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it wasn't
0: that long. But, uh, it was but she was a little
1: confused at first, and she asked us some weird questions. Eventually like uh he's a boy and she's like oh okay that makes sense a lot more sense now okay um but that was fun so eventually i had to found out i had appendicitis and i had to get surgery uh while there um and had to spend you know several days in the french the well the quebec hospital trying to communicate with the nurses who didn't really speak english and so
0: they come in every day and say <laughs> yeah. oui,
1: oui. <laughs> uh, so that was the uh, interesting experience um but uh eventually we were able to fly out of there um
0: in time for you were in a little band with your siblings mm-hmm. at that time and having an opening for one of the the national kind of indie Christian bands. Uh-huh,
1: yeah, so we, we were big fans of of the synth Christian pop band Joy Electric yeah. and, and its its a community. Um, and we, were, we opened up for for Joy Electric, and um, so I, we got back just in time for me to go play the first song, but I was uh, kind of too weak to, to continue on yeah. with the concert, so I had to go home, but that was a, a fun experience. It was a, it was
0: a memorable, and then we went right from that to drama camp.
1: Yeah, so I had to take it pretty easy at drama camp that year, but... Uh, I still was able to have a good time and participate in the in the program. So, loved drama camp, and I, I was glad uh, you let me do it because I, I would have hated to we, miss it.
0: We did uh, we did a lot of nutty things in those days, and you won the award at drama camp for the <laughs> actor with the least number of body parts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah.
0: So, so the things that you did in high school were very varied Mm -hmm. and in your interest areas were more on the artsy side but a Mm -hmm. lot of different things and we didn't even hit them all Mm -hmm. what advice would you give homeschool high schoolers about their high school years
1: well i would say that try a bunch of things do as when there's opportunities come up just do them i I, i'm by my nature a, a fairly shy person um and and not particularly prone to do new or different things, but you pushed me to do a lot of different things, and I was always glad that I did them. Uh, I learned new skills, I got to meet new people. Uh, You taught me how to be nice to, to, uh, to people like myself who are shy and help them feel welcomed where I was in a position to welcome them. Um, and so just going out doing different things like that helps you learn a lot of new skills have a lot of fun um, and make a lot of uh, you know have a lot of uh, relationships with a lot of people Um, and I think trying those things especially when you're in high school it'll help you find out what you like and what you're good at um, and um, and learn a lot of good skills along the way.
0: And so you don't have to know everything in mm-hmm. high school, mm-hmm. but trying a bunch of things helps build your skills
1: mm-hmm.
0: and your confidence Yep. and a nice transcript. Mm-hmm. And uh, then God will direct your paths mm-hmm. the rest
1: of the way. Exactly. So
0: you didn't have to know everything in high no, school. No,
1: but I uh, had enough experiences to to give me a good skills and, and find a lot of things that I like and, and some things that I don't like. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> yeah, so, which is just important.
0: So I, I think we can wrap that up. But yeah. I, I want to encourage everybody to visit 7SistersHomeschool.com. Mm-hmm. And also, if you're ready to do some career exploration and you know want a, a wise old coach, <laughs> you know, visit me at com where I do a lot of work with high schoolers getting ready to choose college majors or careers. So we talk online or, uh, you know, emails or Skype or, you know, Google Plus and things like that. So um, I think we'll wrap it up. All right. Everybody should visit us at iTunes and uh-huh. give some ratings and stars or our Facebook page.
1: Exactly.
0: And uh, so this is it from the Homeschool High School podcast. Brought to you by 7sistershomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.
1: We will see you next week. Bye.